welcome to the 19th ESC Every Soldier Counts podcast. Wherever you find American troops today, you'll find the men of the Transportation Corps. Enough and on time. That's the story we tell you today. The story of the Army Quartermaster Corps. These youthful servicemen are members of the Army's Military Police Corps. One of the most important forces behind the lines. The Army Ordnance Corps. Welcome to the 19th ESC Every Soldier Counts podcast. I am Sergeant First Class Adam Ross, Public Affairs NCOIC for 19th Expeditionary Sustainment Command. And today we are joined by Corporal Niall Bay, who has an interesting story to tell about um, his interests outside the Army and um, just what brought him to the Army, what he does here. He's got a lot of interesting things to say. Corporal Bay, thank you for joining us here on the Every Soldier Counts podcast. Thank you for having me, Sar. Okay, and you're in the running for the deepest voice we've had of any guest. Um, so I hope you can keep that up for the whole episode. We'll see. <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> okay, so um, Corporal Bay, let's let's start with um, what you do right now for 19th ESC. How would you describe your job? Um, at the moment, I would describe my job as being the secretary or admin assistant or enlisted aid to the chief of staff. So basically my responsibilities are to basically take care of, of his needs in order to take care of his mission. So whatever it is, uh, memorandums or drafting something for him or making sure packets go through to him on a proper time and set up meetings and making sure his calendar is good. That's pretty much all I do. So you have to be very organized for that job, handle a lot of different tasks i would imagine yes and you're trained as a uh, 42 alpha um human resources specialist is that right that's correct yeah so would you say your your training prepared you for a job like this or is this kind of like a, a lot of on the job training um definitely um definitely prepared me for it uh it keeps me in my element of using the keyboard which mm -hmm. we will get to that soon about gaming but keyboard being like typing and the memorandums my job before this as being a 42 definitely prepare me for that and also learning as i go as well and our listeners might be hearing uh retreat being played outside the window that gives them a little insight as when we we're recording this podcast but it adds, adds some interesting uh, army special sound effects in there but um so the uh one of the big things we're going to talk about is before we get to the our next topic when you talk about what brought you to the army what um when, went into your decision to enlist so my decision to enlist was basically, basically, I wanted to go to college at first, but then I realized, hmm, maybe at this current time, because senior year, I was pretty much like a straight A, B student, and then senior year, I kind of, kind of was going down, and I was like, you know what, maybe this college right now is not for me. Maybe I need to gain some maturity. And uh, I, I definitely was searching for some sort of purpose in my life, and the military definitely um, attracted me, and it's given me that so far. So that's my reason why I'm joining or enlisting. And so, have you have you done any college since you've been in? Or are you still looking at the? So I'm currently I am doing college. Oh, uh, great! So yes. And so you're using Army Ignited. Oh yes. Is, oh, okay. Yes, Army Ignite. Definitely. Yeah, I'm 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 a fellow Army Ignited user, so just wanna if you're listening to this, if you're thinking about going back to school, 
you know, Army Ignited it was a little has a little rough out of the gate, new website, but it's working now. You know, it's it's a great new website for uh, soldier uh, tuition assistance. So, um, yeah, you you made the decision you wanted to do something, but um, let w- the main reason you're here is to kind of talk talk about your gaming hobby and and maybe your next career as a as a professional gamer or streamer. So was was that something you were big into in high school? Oh, definitely. Um, I think that's probably why <laughs> my grades kind of were going a little down uh, because I was investing plenty of time to it. Um, one of my main regrets is I wish I focused on streaming a little earlier, uh, considering um, how much I'd grown in the in the pe- previous year of streaming. Just I wish I started earlier. Uh, definitely. And so for uh, for old heads like me, for for old school gamers, when you say streaming to us, it, do- it doesn't really mean much. So when you say streaming, though, you're talking about um, live streaming your the game you're playing, so people can watch like everything that's going on your screen, right? Yes. So basically, um, it's it's not uh, needed, but it's optional to have your actual face cam, so people can see you. It it helps you build better rapport with your audience and to be able to really feel and feel like that you're actually here, but you're just on the screen, but it makes you build better rapport with them. But you have to have at least a game there. You don't need, some people stream without mic, but I don't recommend that. If you're not gonna use a camera, I recommend using a mic, which um, I, I actually use camera in the mic sometimes. So you're, you're, while you're playing a game, you're talking and you're, people can see your face and all that. So, and then they can interact with you through voice as well or from from text so um mostly through text but sometimes um if you want to be more interactive you can uh, create a voice call and have them interact you with that way but sometimes it's a little distracting if because you have that and people on the on the text so i've done Mm -hmm. both so yes it's, it's one way to help your audience be more interactive with you and was that something um hard to do the multitask for, for that at first, the talking and paying attention to the game and all that? Definitely. It's, it's still a struggle now. Um, I can't give my best performance while streaming. I play way better off stream, but um, it's worth it because you, um, it feels way less like just playing a game. It feels like you're actually involved in creating a community, community which I actually um, was honored to be able to do with, through streaming. And talk about that a little bit more, cr- creating a community. So my vision of a community is having just pretty much anyone's invited, anyone can join, but I try to weed out the toxic or um, not so nice people of the world from the community. Um, I tried every game I play, I would um, basically, there's something called Discord and it's it's pretty much like voice comms. It's kind of like Skype in a way, Mm. but it's the newer version, but for gamers specifically made. And I basically would invite people every time. I, I, I met many walks of life on <laughs> doing that. I, once I met a guy that was in his 40s playing the video game that I like. It, it was it was weird, but it was like, oh. And pretty much uh, I would play probably play one or two games with that person, and that would be it. But some people would stay and stick, and they would stay in my community. And then they would meet other people that I brought in that community, and then they would I would see them interact. It was very interesting when I was when when I was doing it. And so, what was it like when you made the decision to to start this community to to be open yourself up, kind of you know, to, and attract more people? What what went into that decision? So I no longer wanted my gaming to just be about 
using using my time and just playing. I wanted to make more of it. And at a time, it felt like I was just playing it just out of habit. But I wanted to actually create something. So that's why I um, even made that endeavor to want to start a community. So I just started it, made my own um, channel, and started inviting people. And, and went from there. And I got up to about 500 people. Really? Yes. And so when you're streaming, are you mostly talking about the game? Or are you talking about other stuff that's going on or what? So I try not to get too political, but I, I try to talk about current events mm. and um, not just the game. And sometimes people throw out a topic of choice and I start speaking about it while playing mm. the game. And so the, being in and so this started um, before you enlisted or how, how long have you been doing this? So I actually started while I was in the military because um back then i didn't really have the because the equipment is um can be quite taxing and it, financially so um the army helped support me in mm -hmm. the way of finan financially to be able to uh, purchase like a mic a good working mic a computer which is very important you need that to stream in the first yeah. place and a camera so uh, yes i started after maybe my uh i think my second year in the um listedment i started mm -hmm. streaming and do you think it's have you seen it's pretty big in the military, like for for young troops to be doing that? Definitely, um, I, I think um, not as much, but definitely um, a lot of them are gamers, a lot mm. more than you think, and even your seniors are as well are gamers. And what about during the the COVID pandemic? Do you think with a lot of people, you know, unable to go out and socialize like they used to? How do you think those kind of communities maybe help people? Oh, th that definitely helped people to be able to surround yourself with people that are like-minded as you and to be able to play video games when you can't really, maybe you would rather go outside and um, watch a movie or, or play some type of sport, but you can't do that. So the video game is all you have and connecting on the internet is pretty much what you had to do to survive socially. So yes, definitely it helped a lot. Hmm. Yes, And so a lot of soldiers may have seen this uh come up in the last couple of years the army having an esports team and uh, i think for a lot of us maybe you know i'm older i've never i've never watched esports but i've heard it's it's very popular so uh what talk about your entry into that world trying or trying to get into it well as soon as i got the email i jumped right on it it, it was a grueling process um as I mentioned before, Discord, you actually need a Discord to be able to participate in those games. And you had to be Conus. So if you're, uh, you could still join the server, but if you're a Conus somewhere such as Korea, Germany, Japan, you could not participate, you could not join the team because the team is stationed in Fort Knox. Therefore, um, when, when I, you had to provide your, your DOD or email, you had to send them an email through, um, Outlook or Enterprise to be able to, for them to give you the code to get into mm. their Discord server. Like confirm so, that you're a military. Yes, yeah, mm. so you had to confirm that you're a military member. And it, it didn't matter what, uh, well, it didn't matter what branch you was. You had to be Army at the time, but now they're letting more and more people join now. Mm. But at first it was just Army, and, and so you had to be a certain rank. So you had to be either from E1 to E8 or Lieutenant to Captain. Surprisingly, mm. so they have officers in there too, because... If you're a sergeant major, you're out of luck. You're out of luck. You're not <laughs> be a sergeant major. Said, nope. <laughs> you got. You're too busy <laughs> for that. So, so this is really like similar to like the army world class athlete program, where like your your place of duty is is training for the Olympics. So yes. you would you'd be in Fort Knox. You'd be 
Um, and have you, did you get any insight into what kind of their da oh. daily work life was oh, de like? Definitely. I did a lot of research. I really wanted to get into the team. Sadly, I did not make it, but I'll get to that soon. But um, you ba basically, you go to tournaments and the main the, the main goal of the army is to be able to use gaming because they know that that's what the youth is into to be able to um, um, build some form of rapport with possible new recruits so to be able to maybe um, to be interested in the military a little bit better so I think that's really cool that they even thought of that idea uh, so basically uh, yes uh, you, you go TDY you, you play games you go into tournaments and that's pretty much it. You're stationed at Fort Knox mm. the whole time, and you, you go TDY from there. So, yeah. so maybe give us an idea of what these tournaments are like for an esports team. Because I think like a lot of people have played video games, maybe competitively. But if you're part of a team, what 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 happens there at, at those tournaments? So those tournaments, um, they go out and the army team goes out and plays against um civilian tournaments. So they would go there playing civilian tournaments, represented as they have their own jerseys and everything. That's his Army Esports. Um, they're pretty cool. They're like black and kind of like our, kind of like the PTs, but mm. just uh, different type of material. So um, they go there and they play and sometimes they win and sometimes they lose, but um, they branch out many, many games, many popular games. They have a team for each game. So that's what they would usually do. And so the, the audition process, were they solely looking at your performance in these games, mm. or what else was taken into account? Um, that's a very, very great question. No, they uh, were looking for if you're a leader, uh, if you're a positive person, uh, that you can work well with the team. And I think that's maybe where I failed at, because I didn't really, wasn't used to like socializing, like talking, and this was before I started streaming, so it kind of motivated me to stream. But you had to, you had to, we were in all, we had to be in voice comms. Also, showing up on time. If you're late, mm. just like in the normal army, you, you would not make the cut. So you had to be there on, on time. Um, if you you get cut out if you weren't. So, it's so kinda, yeah, the yeah. the social part of it is because basically you you'd be representing the army, like interacting with potentially hundreds or even thousands of people who are watching watching your stream. Like that, so do you think if you had gone through the process now, after you've developed your own community, would have been a different result, maybe? Oh, definitely. Um, also, one of the struggles that I sh uh, had was um, I was in, at a training exercise at the moment, and so I would uh, wake up at zero five thirty, and I wouldn't get home until nineteen thirty. So. That's like not a normal schedule because I mean we're in a training exercise. At least I got to go home. I'm not mm. complaining, but I'm saying <laughs> that kind of prevented me from being able to train um, on the game, and because of that, uh, I it was just really bad timing that they mm. decided this is the time we we're going to do the do the do the um, the process of getting trying to recruit for the team while I was at the um, training exercise and. Um, also, the character that I my go to was um, not I was not able to play it because the other mm -hmm. <laughs> other <laughs> members that were trying to get into the team <laughs> were banning it because they were afraid of me, I guess, because wow. uh, they saw they can see my matches. They're like, yeah, you're not getting that. And what game was this for? So this is uh, League of Legends. Okay. And so since you you went through the audition process, what 
what do you think the reception has been like within the army to within like army gamers to the esports team? Do you think that it's still like a lot of people trying to get on the team is going to continue to be a success? I, I believe it will continue to be a success as long as they go the right avenues and continue to promote it and uh, uh, just keep promoting it and and providing the teens with the proper necessities that they need to be successful. And so um, your streaming history also brings us to you in Korea right now. So what can you tell us about how streaming has impacted your life right now? Pretty well. uh, A little bit of financially, just like a little bit. I I, I won't lie. I have benefited that way. But other than that, just more like how how you met your wife. Oh, my wife. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Because because I didn't make the team was very bummed and sad about it. It's like I really wanted to do this. And so it was a very disappointing time for me. And it took me a month until I actually streamed. And then I started streaming in April of 2019. And then from there, a couple of months, I, I built, I started building a community. Like I said before, I started meeting a lot of people. And f- through that, I was able to meet two mutual friends I knew my wife, my current, my currently my wife. But at times she was just my friend. I didn't really know her that well. And we just started, I invited her to my Discord and she started actively using it. And then we just, from there, she also was a streamer. So from there, we just together ever since, so. And so so you're, at that time, your your now wife was living in Seoul? Oh, was she was um, living in Busan. In Busan, okay. Yes. And so did um, you developed a relationship with her before you got assignment orders to Korea? Or did that kind of impact your decision to pursue Korea? It, definitely. Um, we we didn't know where it was gonna go, but we we're definitely like, oh, hmm. It, I, I definitely want to go to Korea. I wanted to go to Korea regardless because I knew that is so. The game I play specifically is very popular in Korea, and the players are top notch. So I wanted to take that to another level and stream over there. And I know that would uh, grab people' interest. Oh, a foreigner playing on the on the League of Legends Korean server. Let's watch this guy. And people, plus people from um, North America, they all were watching me already. They, they want to see that type of content. So definitely that flew my decision as well as I just wanted to be in Korea. I wanted to travel in the military and then my wife currently. At first, mm-hmm. you were like, yeah, definitely want to come over here and meet you and see if something blossoms. If not, we just stay friends. And so it obviously worked out for you. So, so when did you get married? Uh, we got married May 17th this year okay yes. congratulations well, thank you and um so w- what is that what is your uh, kind of gaming experience been in korea um has it fulfilled your expectations then um it has exceeded my expectations it's definitely very difficult <laughs> and i was having this conversation with someone else that actually uh shares the same game plays the same game as me and he's a sergeant and he was like yeah it's definitely way more difficult than the states we, sh- we share the same passion so Yes, it exceeded my expectation, and it really opened my eyes like, wow, it's a lot of work to be done for me if I want to keep pursuing it, or I'm just going to just be a hobby. Not. Mm-hmm. So what what else in Korea, though, has uh, have, have you enjoyed since you've been here? Uh, since I've been here, I definitely, oh, I, I there's so many cool things here. Because I don't want to make it sound like you're just playing games. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not just playing games. Actually, it took quite a, quite a break since I've been here because I wanted to go out and see things. So definitely... Uh, the food, oh man! Mm-hmm. Uh, if you ever get the chance to be here, just know that the delivery system is pretty awesome. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you don't have to tip. So <laughs> that's a blessing. <laughs> you save money. Just keep ordering from them. It's pretty smart. Uh, the, there's a place called E-World, and it's pretty cool. It's, it's like a normal amusement park. I mean, it's, it's, it's not, I mean, it's something probably you're used to in the States. You have Six Flags and stuff, so it's kind of similar to that. Uh, other than that, just the culture, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. And just being here, just eye-opening and different. It's a new experience for me. And so now you're you're obviously not a single soldier anymore, but you, you came to Korea as a single soldier. What, what can you say about the, what about, like, quality of life for single soldiers, uh, junior soldiers in Korea? Hmm, that's a good one. I cannot really speak for everybody. I can only speak through my experience. And I, I must say that I'm lucky because I... The barracks here are way better than when I used to live in the States. So it's, it's, it's a huge improvement for me, but I do know that that's not the case for everyone, but they are working, the Army is working on it. Yeah, and so you're, you're here on the Camp Henry barracks. Uh, I, yeah, I used to be, yes. We used to be, right, right. Um, but I know, yeah, they, they have, um, my experience with uh, kind of meeting some of the soldiers here, it seems like it's a fairly tight-knit community in the barracks here. Oh yeah, everyone knows everybody. You mm-hmm. can't if you if you live there, you can't. So, I, I they even do barbecues outside and all that stuff. I say, like, wow, I've never seen this back when I was in the states, and maybe it's just because it's career away from family, so it's it, you have to you know, it's more close knit because of that. But mm-hmm. that's just my thought of that, thoughts on that. And so, what what advice would you give to someone who wants to create their own streaming channel? What do we think is the best way to start? Definitely, uh, you have to know your goals. So what do you want to do? Um, uh, it's not easy at all. It's seriously not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, starting out, I only had like three viewers. And it was just like very, very demotivating. Like no one's like, but you have to realize it's definitely, if you, it depends on the platform that you pick. I'd say pick a, a fairly popular platform. Uh, so just pick a, a good platform to stream on first that has people there actively watching and from then uh, just try to build just try to go slow and try to meet people try to try to actually have fun to take the game seriously because some people do but don't take it too seriously because that could hurt relationships mm. and i've had laws like a um, couple like viewers because i got a little too passionate about the game but it's not too many people usually i try to say very positive kind and generous to the people that watch me and therefore, um, just I would say, you can do what I did and create a Discord server. Definitely create that and just start talking to people. Just send your link. If they don't join, they don't join. They have a choice. But if they do, they might want to see something. And then I tell you, don't be afraid because m- people are pretty nice. You would be surprised mm-hmm. how nice people can be. And then uh, w- what's next for you then? So are you gonna live, uh, re-enlist? Are you gonna go somewhere else after this? What do you know? What's coming out next? So my plan right now is pretty much no plan. So I'm not going to get out at all. I definitely am going to stay in and I might make this a career. That's kind of the vision right now, but it could always change. But right now, yes, Um, if the streaming thing becomes big in the future for me, then I'll have another option, another door open for myself. But right now, the army is taking care of me and I really appreciate that. And I want to keep keep, um, serving. And you're going to, uh, once, if you get back to Conus, you're going to try that audition one more time, right, for esports or no? 
I've been thinking about it. I actually been thinking about it a lot. Sorry, but I don't. Uh, it it really put as like a, like really like made me sad not getting into it. So I I, I might consider doing it again. Definitely uh, see how how my next maybe because I actually enjoy my job as a forty two. Okay. But maybe maybe I'm trying yeah. to maybe not the best at the time, and I might be like, okay, let me go. Mm-hmm. Or if I get stationed for not definitely like oh, oh yeah that's i mean that's like, hrc uh yeah for, for hr professionals exactly but if but that's where also the army team is so if it, if i get stationed there i'm like oh yeah definitely but i'm mm. gonna try to do it again okay well whatever your choice is good luck um corporal bay thank you for joining us here and also what is your channel name on so my channel name on it's on twitch it's twitch tv nile 1v9 Nile N Y L E yes one V nine one V nine okay yes. well we'll we'll check it out and thanks for coming on the podcast and we will talk to you next time here on the Every Soldier Counts podcast.